I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to, I don't know what you're listening to, but <laughs> usually we call this the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily Jazz Advice coming at you. A little scat intro of a great solo, a horrible rendition of it. It's going to make it sound even better when we hear the original. Today is a solo, is a solo analysis, a solo discussion. Uh, I think I'm, I'm confident on this one can be an analysis. I mean, are you getting into the harmony of the thing and exactly uh, what he was thinking and what he ate for breakfast the morning he recorded this? Okay, solo discussion. Okay, good. Solo discussion. Uh, today's episode of the You'll Hear podcast is blah, 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 blah. today's episode did of, you have a uh, three martini lunch by any chance we just came from lunch <laughs> I, we ate separately i didn't you realize know you. how we do it around here <laughs> today's episode of the Hear podcast is sponsored by the oxford don't be nervous american. don't be nervous sponsored by the oxford american be serious uh, that's right i'm serious the oxford american is a magazine dedicated to documenting the complexity and vitality of the american south its award-winning annual music issue comes with a CD sampler and digital download. It's a must-have for any serious music fan. Recent issues have featured Nina Simone, Thelonious Monk, John Cage, and John Coltrane. Visit OxfordAmerican.org slash YHI today. That's OxfordAmerican.org forward slash YHI. Many thanks to the good folks over at the Oxford American. I still got, yeah, thank you for the hat. Big shout out to Ryan Harris and the whole crew down in Little Rock, mm. South on Maine. If you're in the Little Rock area, we'll just give a little plug for their venue a wonderful restaurant, beautiful venue, great drinks, great food, and uh, beautiful music there. So check in on that. It's in the historic district of downtown Little Rock, south on Main. So, uh, question. Yes. Why were you uh, Why were you just scatting <laughs> so badly again? That was bad. Uh, well, because we're talking, we're analyzing, we're discussing, discussing <laughs> um, one of my favorite solos of all time. Not just me. This is one of the most beloved solos. It's iconic and beloved both at the same time. Uh, it's ironic. No, it's not ironic at all. It's, it's iconic. Um, and I was just looking up the date because I had I was thinking 1926. It's 1928. Mm-hmm. It was recorded June 11th. That's a long time a t- time ago. Did you know that? Did you have a three Sazerac lunch? What's going on? <laughs> well, I was. I, got, I was trying to get in a New Orleans mood. <laughs> um, that's a long time ago. It's 90 years ago. I, and I'm a bit older than you, Adam, but I was not even alive when that was recorded. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> so not, neither were you, but for not. sure I wasn't. Uh, this is, of course, we're talking about Louis Armstrong's uh, iconic West End blues. Let's hear a bit of the beginning, shall okay. we? That's a high level of episode of over. Episode, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Analyze that. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what part specifically should we analyze? Should we Let's, analyze just the trumpet solo? Because there's so many good moments on this track. Yeah. I, I think just the trumpet solo, not not to take away. Any, and, and we could even, let's see how far we even go with just the intro because that's kind of where it's at. I mean, that's where it starts, obviously. Should we start with the intro then? Yeah, let's start with the intro. That's also iconic. Okay. Let's hear that intro. Just the trumpet intro one more time. Yeah. 
Okay, pause right there. Sorry. Okay, already. So what I think is so brilliant about this is, you know, obviously the 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 joy and the 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 virtuosity that that he plays and and brings to the table before even the band comes in. But it's this subtle interplay of two different kind of rhythmic approaches. It's a little bit like straighter New Orleans street beatish. It's a fanfare, too. Fanfare, right. Fanfare for the common man, perhaps. I don't even know what that is. No, it's a bit of a here we go, you know, kind of fanfare. Yeah, it's like a clarion call, and and then which is just such a New Orleans trumpet thing. But then he's going into some very advanced, like, foreshadowing of swing that nobody else was really doing. Not that I've heard on recordings. Well, and then what follows that phrase is... Yes, and like bebop, basically. (laughs) Like, I mean, that is so swinging. Let's hear those two things together. Yeah. That those phrases too. I mean, just so lovely. And it's so swinging, and then, but it's such. I mean, it's it's like a cadenza, you know, stuck on an intro. And he's playing with the time and, and, and slowing it down, but still staying within that swing. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. All right. Well, you know, let's <laughs> let's just hear up until then the trumpet solo. We'll just listen okay. to because it's there's a lot of context that happens. Yeah, yeah. And I love what Louis Armstrong sings during the clarinet solo as well. On yeah, yeah, track. the little back and forth. already really just floating above i mean there's a lot of obviously blues playing but he's just phrasing wise floating above that real steady four aunt little rat 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 tat tat you don't hear the conch shells in jazz very much anymore <laughs> do you Wood, wood blocks? What are those? It's a little wood block action, yeah, I think. It's a little rim shot kind of esque. This is nice too because West End Blues is an actual blues. Mm. So many other tunes like St. Louis. St. Louis Blues is not really a blues. It is, yeah. It's bluesy. Yeah, it's got a bridge. That's right. I got a right to sing blues, not a blues. Seven, minor seven, not, yeah, on the four. Forget about it. Yeah, up to the major seven on the one. Minor nine. So even just that, I mean, yeah. we're, we're about to hit the piano solo, but even just that thing that he did, uh, the the lines that he was singing are still really relevant. I mean, yeah. you hear. Modern players play similar, very similar things. I mean, you know, that that major seven going up to the nine and stuff, that's very ahead of its time in terms of like how most of the players were kind of hearing the harmony. And then he's he's always linking it with a similar, uh, very adventurous approach to the time. Yep. You know, 
um, and like stretching and pulling and like there's there's like a real confidence in in terms of doing that. And I mean, obviously at this time the music was like very much more dance based and, mm-hmm. and popularized in that way. But he had a you know a, a, an air. I mean, and that like really stuck with him his whole career all the way up until this you know early seventies when he was still doing his thing is like phrasing you know i mean you know joy and his swing music and swing for yeah, sure yeah. but just phrasing on the trumpet and fr- phrasing in terms of his vocals that are almost um just totally linked up in terms of concept piano so this little yeah little piano interlude here i guess yeah it's solo. i was just shedding those triplets i know last week was kind of cascading yeah i mean a little double time feel on Wynton Marsalis the way he plays over our blues and Nicholas Payton too Earl Hines so much humanity in the way he phrases those notes you know so much depth and it kind of I mean everybody sounds really good I was seeing they had Zuddy Singleton uh, on drums I mean it's like uh, you know Earl Hines is playing a lot of advanced sort of vocabulary too at the piano. That little that that short solo for sure. Yeah. Uh, but Louis Armstrong, man, it's just so it's it's so ahead of his time. Now he also that's that like half chorus of that solo he plays a lot in there. Yeah, and especially considering he's holding a note for four bars to start it out, do do we sitting on that five? Yeah, you know, and he's just like just, just holds it, and then when he comes out of it. Dip, boop, I mean, like that's serious. Like, um, you're right. The confidence, yeah, that takes the to. I mean, really be outside outside of time. So swinging. I mean, he is stretching it. You know yeah. what I mean? And he is uh, way miles ahead. And but of where, everybody else, yeah. And whereas, like you know, the the earlier chorus when he's um, trading with with clarinetist um, Jimmy Strong. I got my Wikipedia page open about this. There's it's a nice Wikipedia page about West End blues. But um when he's trading there where he's going more harmonically in the kind of major seven, dominant seven up to the ninth, almost upper extension kind of stuff playing around with that, mm. now he's coming like straight blues, you know, yeah. hitting it on the string. Double, double, yeah. Double. yeah, on the four chord. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Still and a notice lesson. he's yeah. not using the blues scale from yeah. the four chord. A lesson we all Louis Armstrong. Some people still learn. haven't figured that out. Almost a hundred years. I mean, look, we're not we're ninety years later. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, it's it's weird to even talk about it because it's like ah, uh, this soul is all right. It's all right. <laughs> no, I mean it's just so good and so iconic and so perfect that uh, I don't want to make it too precious, but man, yeah, it just feels it feels perfect as it is. Fun fact about um, this recording. Um, Two of my kids, maybe all three of them. I'm trying to remember how far back this goes. I mean, your but, kids West and and, and <laughs> yeah, Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I named them West and Blues. No, they uh, they were they were all born in New Orleans, but we used to play this song in the car a lot. And like when they were in the car seat crying and stuff, this would I think it was um, Daniel. It was either Daniel or Rachel, one of the younger ones. Like 
when they were like start crying, they would just be quiet and like whenever this came on. And so we just had to always have this in the car ready to go. Nice. Louis Armstrong, West End Blues would just totally calm them down. It's awesome. Um, also, oh, the West End, that's like a cool part of New Orleans up by the lake, Lake Pontchartrain too. And um, it used to be a big nightlife area. Even actually when I was still living, there was still some things happening. But back in the day, it was like amusement area and like clubs and stuff. It was a whole – it was kind of far. I mean it's you know easy to drive now. But back then it was like take a, take a streetcar all the way out to Pontchartrain, you know, to Lake Pontchartrain. There was like a beach out there and stuff. And that, that was the West End. That's where it comes from, West End Blues. Yeah, man. Good. Uh, well – to just a reminder to all our our listeners here that yes. for a limited time you'll hear listeners can subscribe to the Oscar. Uh, Come on, man! Come it's, on. it's the three Sazerac lunch. It's killing me. <laughs> Those three martinis. For a limited time, you'll hear listeners can subscribe to the Oxford American for only twenty five bucks. Visit oxfordamerican.org forward slash yhi to subscribe today. Hit it up. Hit it up. Hit it up because you want it. I mean, it's a quarterly magazine, which might seem like, oh, I need it every month. The depth of what's in there, you're going to want it every quarter because there's going to be plenty for you to absorb and listen to. A lot of their uh, issues come with CDs. Did you know that? I did know that. I yeah. have the CD right now in my car. Ain't nothing wrong. And digital download. They got you covered Ooh. on all mediums. And I think there's an online component, too. I can't swear for that because I haven't actually done that part because I love the magazine. But they got you covered. Okay. We'd also just like to say we're always, of course, still affiliated and unofficially, if not officially, sponsored by Open Studio. Yeah. At least for housing us. They're, they're sponsoring us with the microphones, <laughs> right? And the, the Kranich and Bach and the keystone. I mean, being that we are in Open Studio, I feel like that's an important thing. We are thing. in Open Studio. And, you know, one thing that's been popping off a lot lately we've been getting some nice uh feedback on is our packs are you familiar with our packs i am familiar with our packs you created our packs I, as, I, now I, that i remember right I did, yeah <laughs> but we have like the bebop pack we yep. have the guitar voicings pack we've got the um modern pack the modern blues pack, pack the piano voicings pack yeah. and they're like highly curated uh, mostly by uh i was gonna say yours truly well, you, yeah. you truly no, we have like you know 12 13 14 artists now and they on all of their courses there's always themes, right? Yeah. Everybody plays the blues and everybody has a different way of playing the blues, but you all get to the same place. Yeah. Just yeah, from yeah. kind of different ways or, or bebop. Everybody has a different approach to bebop. bebop. That's, I think, has been our best selling one. Well, I know this. Super interesting to hear yeah. what you have to say versus what Christian McBride has to say versus right. what Sean Jones has to yeah. say or Keezer, Jeff Keezer. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that, um, and it's at an attractive price point of $47, you get like a nice cross section. So a lot of people have been coming into our ecosystem through the packs, kind of a, a, a lower priced entry point for you to check out quite a few different courses before you commit to a longer thing. So check that out when you get a chance. And uh, maybe tomorrow, I'll, I'll hold back. We have a lot of positive reviews, but we will just say <laughs> before, between today and tomorrow, go, where would they Where would they leave a review if they were going to do that? Well, they could this go podcast. to youlhearit.com. No, oh, no, no. no. Wait, I always <laughs> say that and I'm always right. Because I always want people to go to the youlhearit.com. Well, you can go there and that'll lead them. But you want to, you really want to leave a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. Be On it. Stitcher. If you're on Stitcher, don't, don't be hating on Stitcher. All right, go ahead and hate on Stitcher. No, yeah, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you are, get, you know, give us a thumbs up, give us a rating, review, subscribe, smash that like button, all that kind of good stuff, and that will keep uh, the party going here, as we say. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, um, Andrew, you look very different today. <laughs> Let's make a note of that as yeah, well. Andrew looks like Alexis today. That's right. Yeah, new so, producer. until tomorrow, you'll hear it.